Broadcasting from the center of the universe. His universe. He's 90% bourbon and 10% man. It's the Ricky Worley Show. Here's your host, Ricky Worley. All right, we've made it. We've made it to the end of 2020. Ricky Worley here, joined alongside my co-host Paige Locks. So we've got a great show lined up for your last show of the year. Hi, Ricky. Woohoo! This is it. Uh, yeah, we've got a special guest joining us later in the show. Uh, somebody that uh, used to do some radio work with me back in the day, so that's going to be fun. Kind of recap the year of 2020, all the big stuff that happened. And we've got a new bit that we're doing. Uh, you actually are going to be delivering the news. This show is not only about entertainment, but it's also about education. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so uh, we got that coming up. I, I was texting my friend the other day, Pam, and uh, I guess somebody in our family asked her for money, a friend, or somebody asked her for money. Somebody that she like didn't talk to very often. It just reminded me of, like, you know those people on Facebook, and they write you and they go, Hey, girly, how's it going? How's your family? I follow all you your want, pictures. Bitch? Yeah, you know what's coming. We all, have, we all have that friend, right, from high school or whatever. Hey, Paige, how's it going? Oh, my gosh, I love your pictures. Your profile's so, so great. Oh, nice girl, thanks, but it's going shitty. Oh, no. My life is in the pooper. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I'm kind of, I've got something going on. I, oh, uh, what do you got going on? Yeah, well, I'm selling this stuff. I think you'd be interested in it. It'd be so good on your skin. My skin's amazing as it is. Oh, a girly, I totally, 100%. Your skin is spot on. But I got this stuff, and I, I'm happy to give you a sample. We could even have, like, a party. That would be so fun, get, like, all of our girlies from school together. Yeah, like I said, my life is in the pooper, and I don't have money to spend on your shit. Uh, no, you don't have to spend anything. See, we just come to your house... Sit yeah, around. That means I have to clean. I don't want to clean. Oh no no no! I'll help you. I'll help you. I oh, also. Oh, you'll clean my house for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll help. I'll help. Mm -hmm. I also saw a cleaning product. It's really cool. You should see oh, that good. too. Oh, then you can use those while you clean my house. Yeah, that would be great. So, what day did you want to schedule it? Awesome. Tomorrow, two o'clock. Perfect. I'm so. I won't be home, but you know, make oh. sure you get the bathrooms really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we all have that friend, but that's why I love, I love the small talk. The hey, how's it? How's it going? Your kids are so cute, and I got to thinking like, what is the the proper amount of time of the bullshit? I'm still your friend conversation until you make your pitch. Like, you need to buy the crap that I'm selling. Like, is it a week? I text you, chat with you for a week until I'm like, hey, by the way, I got this. Yeah, I you know I think a week is a good amount of time because I can keep anyone going for the week thinking that they've got me on the hook and then I break the fishing line. I wonder what like the percentage of like uh, acceptance rate is on that like where people actually buy stuff like I get it if your like sister or your mom like they're gonna you know buy the crap that you're swinging but as far as the random high school friend. It's a guilt trip. Yeah well it doesn't work on me so don't try it but uh, yeah, I don't feel bad. I'm like, mm, no, I don't need that. 
I was about ready to go out and get Pampered Chef because I know how much you like kitchen stuff. Now, I will tell you, I do love Pampered Chef makes some good stuff. They do. So I don't like that whole, uh, you know, scheme thing with the my mom used to sell Pampered Chef. That's why I know. Like, it was great stuff. We had some of the best kitchen appliances and tools and stuff. But yeah, now it's the smoothies and all kinds of junk people are slinging. I tell you what I fall for are the ads on Instagram for this cosmetic, that cosmetic, this clothing item. Do you buy it? I do. And is I'm it, a sucker. Is it as good as they ever say it is? or? Not really. Yeah, this all kind of started with, uh, what was that company up in Michigan? Shackley or... It's the one that the, the lady who's the Department of Education right now, DeVos, it's her family. Was it Shackley? Amway. Amway. <laughs> it was Amway. Amway is like Scientology of pyramid schemes. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're still in business. Can you believe that? You can like go to Amway.com, I guess it is, and you can still buy that junk. And then, of course, there was uh, Avon, Avon lady. But they had some good stuff, too. Oh, and another one now, the, what is it, the, the oils, the essential oils. Um, doTERRA. That one, and there's another one, like Life something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I so can't don't, don't call me with that crap. So, you know, another thing that I, no, I just I was in a bathroom, public bathroom the other day. I'm like, this is annoying me. Uh, the, the signs everywhere, the very detailed, specific signs of how to wash your hands. Like we haven't been doing it since we were kids. Uh, I haven't seen that because I've been trying to avoid public restrooms. Yeah, it's like uh, it tells you how long to sing a song or whatever and wet your hands, put the soap on your hand, like just like pictures of how to wash your hands. I'm like, if you don't know how to wash your hands at this point, COVID's coming for you. And it really should come for you. Exactly. Darwin is like, come with me. <laughs> uh, so we're coming up on the uh, the end of 2020, thank God. And we got a list from uh, Forbes of the top earning celebrities, stars. And the top 25 have a combined $6.1 billion in 2020. So we'll start, uh, we'll start the list at number 10. I think some of these people might surprise you. Uh, number 10, with $87.5 million net worth, uh, is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Wow. Uh, number 9, LeBron James. Of course, you've got to have a big sports guy in there. $88.2 million net worth. Uh, number 8, The Shock Jock, Howard Stern. Worth $90 million this year. And then Neymar, I, I don't know who that is. He's a Brazilian soccer prodigy. Ah, all right, there you go. He is worth $95.5 million. Uh, Tyler wow. Perry, uh, it's funny. Speaking of Tyler Perry, it just made me think of Oprah. I'm like, Oprah's not on this list. Um, but Tyler Perry, $97 million net worth. Who's Lionel Messi? Yeah, Lionel Messi. Oh, I see, that's why... Because I'm like, Oprah should be on here. Dolly should be on here. It's not net worth. It's what they made in this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know like Dolly's worth half a billion. Oprah's worth like probably more than that. So Lionel Lionel Messi. Did you look that up? Yeah, he's on the top 10. Lionel Messi, he's an Argentine soccer star. Wow, I know there's all this money in soccer. Well, Beckham. Uh, yeah, so Lionel Messi, $104 million. Oh, yeah, and here's another one. Christian, Cristiano Ronaldo. $105 million. Uh, wow. Roger Federer. I'm assuming it's another soccer person. I have no idea who that is either. He's a tennis star. Tennis. $106.3 million last year, or this past year. Uh, number two, uh, the top two actually are the same family. Uh, number two, coming to presidential office in 2024, 
Kanye West, $170 million. He makes those sleazy sneakers, doesn't he? Uh, I think so. Is that what the Yeezys are that they're always talking about? Oh, I, I thought they were sleazies, but okay, Yeezys. <laughs> sleazies. Yeah, I think that that's his thing. And number one, uh, his, uh, I guess, what is that, his sister-in-law? Kylie Jenner, number one. Of course, with all her makeup she's selling, $590 million she made. So half a billion dollars in one year. We were discussing Kris Jenner earlier today Mm -hmm. and how she has taken her family and then her extended family and marketed them. Oh, she's pimped them all out. Extremely well. Yeah, she even got her husband to get a sex change. It's brilliant. Well, he still has the rocket ship, but... I don't think he does. Did he get rid of that? I think so. I mean, I haven't checked, but I heard that. I mean, I always felt like... Go big or go home. Well, no, I mean, I always felt like his purported sex change Mm -hmm. was Chris pimping him out and marketing him. I just... My my thing with... um, Caitlyn Jenner I just don't understand why he'd want to go from being a white man to a white woman I just don't know why he wanted to take the pay cut I don't I never understood that (laughs) yeah it was a pay cut yeah I don't know maybe he's earning more who knows I don't know what he's up to Uh, I got a story here uh, this is kind of funny in Grand Haven Michigan um, Beth and Paul working found what a judge has called a trove of pornography and a range of sex toys that belong to their son. Now, their son is 42 years old. So the mom and dad threw all the stuff out. Well, apparently this ticked the son off. So he sues them in Kalamazoo uh, for about $25,000 worth of pornography and sex toys. And the judge ruled that the parents actually have to pay for the damages. They have to replace the sex toys and pornography that they threw away. I would like to see them on their shopping trip to the Adam and Eve store. Like, yes. we'll take everything. <laughs> I mean, $25,000 worth of sex toys and porn, that's... I mean, I don't know what that stuff goes for, but... Uh, yeah, so apparently he, the son, uh, got a divorce, and he moved back in with mom and dad. And I guess mom and dad, I don't know, they said he can't bring this stuff in their house. His father said in an email, Frankly, David, I did you a big favor getting rid of all this stuff. They told him when he moved in, he could not bring that stuff into their home or else it would be destroyed. They were true to their word. They got rid of it. It is their home. Yeah. Where else would you store that, though? You, like, call your friend up and you go, Hey, John, I got some stuff. Uh, I need you to hang on to it for me. Like, I'll move back in with my parents. That brings up another question, Ricky. Yeah. Let's just say if the unthinkable happened and Mm -hmm. you passed away, do you have someone... That I would call maybe a cleaner. Oh, to come and like mm-hmm. get rid of your stuff you don't want. Well, I mean, for me, it's my wife, I guess. She, I mean, I don't have anything hidden in the house, I don't think, other than, you know, last week some Christmas stuff. But yeah, I think she she would take care of that. But that's a good point. I've heard of that. Like people entrust a friend. If I die, you need to go to my house before my mom and sister get there and clean out this drawer. Right. Have you delegated somebody for that? I don't have a drawer, so... So you have nothing to hide? I don't have anything to hide. I mean, if I'm dead, what do I care? Who's going to judge me? And at that point, it just becomes a funny story anyway. Right. You don't care if they find your O-Master 5000 with the, 
You got to crank it like a chainsaw to get it going. Yeah, you know, the power goes out every time I plug it in the wall. (laughs) Actually, that gives me an idea. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just going to go out and buy a bunch of random nonsense. Weird stuff. Weird, just weird stuff. Throw it in a box and address it. Oh, I like it. To my brother-in-law. <laughs> like pictures of feet and stuff. Just like really random stuff. Yes. To think and of. among other things, absolutely. You have to think of some things that could go in that box. I think we're onto something. I think so. We need to build that box. We need to start building it tomorrow. <laughs> Just in case the worst should happen next week. What are we going to call that box? Your legacy. The no-go box. <laughs> The no-go box. Or the go-go box. <laughs> so all your fun stuff room, is. Room. Uh, I found this article. Uh, what was this? Huffington Post. I thought it was interesting. It's not really funny, but it was, um, especially in this world of COVID and everything, things that you touch all the time, but you never clean them. You clean stuff, you know, your hands all the time. I remember when all this started, Cynthia, when the groceries would come in, would wipe them all down with Clorox wipes and like wipe off all the containers of groceries. But this list I thought was interesting of things that we touch all the time and we never clean them. The top 10 most dirty things that you don't clean. Uh, Number one, your credit and debit cards. You never clean those and they get swiped. You hand them to the waiter. You hand them. You never wipe them down, do you? I don't. Kind of gross. This one I've heard about because uh, electronics, like your phone. People don't often wipe down their phone. They're pretty, you know, we take them into the bathroom with us. I clean my phone pretty regularly. What's regularly? Like every, every week? Every week. Yeah. Point taken. But yeah, we take it in the bathroom. Remember when you, before phones, and you were sitting on the commode, and there was nothing to do, so you would read the back of, like, the cleaning products? I you never did never that? never did that. <laughs> you were just in and out. You didn't... Oh, yeah, I could. I know that what the back of the Lysol bottle says. I don't need to linger in that room any longer than necessary. <laughs> I do. Maybe I should see somebody about that. Number three, a uh, dirty thing that we don't clean as often as we should. Toothbrush holders. I don't even have a toothbrush holder, though. I have the electric toothbrush. So yeah, so it doesn't, doesn't apply. Yeah, it doesn't need a holder. Well, but they get messy when they get, like, all the toothpaste and stuff. I don't know. I feel like I would yeah. clean it if I had one. Uh, number four. Uh, the bottom of the throw rug. I guess you vacuum the rug, but you don't clean the bottom of it? I don't know. Hmm. This is one. Uh, you don't really touch it, see it, so you don't... Out of sight, out of mind. The top of your large appliances, like top of your refrigerator and stuff. Ah, see, I do that. Along those lines, number six, ceiling fans. Yeah. People forget about that. And you can see, like, it gets that line of dust along the edge. Yeah, it cakes up like a blanket of fuzz on a 50-year-old man's back. Yeah, or like my belly button. Sometimes I get that belly button fuzz. <laughs> uh, number seven, the toilet roll holders. I don't think I've ever cleaned my toilet roll holder. Uh, number eight, your box springs. You don't clean your box springs. I, guess I clean my box all the time. <laughs> springs. I bet you do. Gotta get those dust bunnies out. Yeah, that's the thing. Apparently with the box springs, it's the dust, so you need to vacuum it out. Vacuum out your box. That's our advice here. Number eight, <laughs> light switches. I clean those. Yeah, those get pretty pretty gross. Uh, and number 10, this is a funny one, uh, salt and pepper shakers. When do you clean those? I, I don't. Yeah, because what I do when it starts to get low, I just put more in there. 
Yeah. Right? I don't empty it out, run it through the wash or anything like that. I never clean my salt and pepper shakers. So there you go. There's the list from the Huffington Post of stuff you need to clean, you nasty your people. Ink pens? Yeah, well, I never have a pen long enough before I lose it to where it needs to be cleaned. I was just in a restaurant and they had the counter set up with the clear plastic barrier and then they had two pen containers. It said clean pens oh, on yeah. the container mm-hmm. and then the other said dirty pens yeah. on the container. So I thought that was interesting that they actually made the effort. It's like yeah. the like when you're checking out a Walgreens or whatever and you put your you know your card in the chip reader and then you got to put your pen in and they've got like that little plastic cover over it but they don't clean the plastic cover right so you're still just touching where everybody else is touched i don't understand how that's supposed to be better that they've tried to put a piece of saran wrap over it that's somehow better on that note how often do you clean your keyboard yeah the keyboard that's another one other i do have the little thing where you blow the you know dust out of it the little spray can thing i think people use those to get high maybe i need to borrow that for my box springs Oh, yeah, just spray it out to check with my uh, my gynecologist about that. You don't have a gynecologist. I do. One of my best friends, gynecologist. See, so, yeah, I always just refer to him as my personal gynecologist, just in case I have any questions. <laughs> uh, we got to take a quick break. But when we get back, Paige, it is your debut. You are officially a hard-hitting news reporter. I'm excited about it, You've been it out in the field working with the people to get hard-hitting news And when we get back from this break, you are going to deliver the Ricky Whirly Show news. Back here on the Ricky Worley Show. Ricky Worley joined alongside Paige Loxley. Now, Paige, you have been working very hard this week. You've been doing, uh, working for the people, collecting uh, hard-hitting journalistic news stories. Yes, Ricky, I have. And have I got some winners for you and our listeners. So without any further ado, uh, here's a brand new segment to the Ricky Worley Show. Paige Loxley does the news. The following news stories do not necessarily represent the opinions or beliefs of those associated with The Ricky Worley Show. Headlines presented are for entertainment value only. The stories have not been fact-checked. It is unknown if the details presented in the following stories are fact or really just fake news. And here's Paige Loxley. It's in November. She just had to see her boyfriend compete in a jet ski competition. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I heard about this. So Cayman Island law requires a 14-day quarantine when you enter the country. People entering the country are given a smart chip device to wear. It was like, uh, like house arrest or something. Something like that. It's a watch or button, something. I'm not sure. But right. this device enables officials to track the wearer while they're in quarantine during their Cayman Island visit. Skylar arrived only days before the competition. She had to see her boyfriend in the jet ski competition, but was still in quarantine. She shows up with no intention of actually quarantining. This girl decided she was above Cayman Island law. She took off the wristband, broke her quarantine, and went to the beach to support her boyfriend, 
Vanier Ramgeet, 24. Some, some reason I have a feeling this is not the first time she's taken a monitoring bracelet off. Well, she may have, but all reports say that she's apparently a pre-med student. Wow. Really? You're going into medicine and you're, like, discounting the whole, the whole virus. So you can watch your boyfriend hey. jet ski play around with some water toys? All right. Anyway, apparently all that support paid off because Vanya won first place. Congratulations, oh. Vanya. <laughs> Sadly, this win and her support landed them both in Cayman Island jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, karma, I mean. Anyway, they were both originally sentenced to four months mm -hmm. in jail. Skylar for breaking the country's quarantine law and Vanjay for abetting her. All right. Okay, here's where this story gets a little too much for me. Skylar's GMA decides to contact Donald Trump's office to plead for Skylar's release because she knows she made a mistake. Ah, uh, yes. How old is she held, Skylar? You said 20-something? 21. 21, yeah. And grandma, yeah. She's going to reach yeah. out to, to her president. I, I don't know if this makes me sick, but like I'm getting this like devilish, evil, sick joy thinking about this girl in an island jail cell. I am too. And I'm a little... No, you know what? I'm not even going to fake that I'm guilty about it, uh, about feeling a little joy for this, because she kind of deserved it. However... Yeah. Ultimately, the sentencing judge decided to reverse the four-month sentence, reducing it to two months. Yeah, this is going to be a great episode of Locked Up Abroad. I can't wait for the, the COVID Locked Up Abroad episode. Well, moving on, Ricky, speaking of COVID, so apparently this is so crazy cool, I can't believe it. Yeah. You've heard of dogs sniffing cancer, malaria, Parkinson's drugs, disease. Bombs. Most notable, drugs and explosives, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Even service animals that are trained to alert when the owner's about to have a seizure. Well, now there are COVID-sniffing dogs. We don't deserve dogs. We really don't. They're being deployed at airports. The latest airport to deploy the dogs is in Santiago, Chile, hmm. as of December 21st, 2020. The dog teams are made up of Labradors and Golden Retrievers. They are tasked with sniffing out passengers with active COVID-19 infection. The passengers at health screening checkpoints are directed to wipe their necks and wrists with gauze. The gauze is then deposited into a glass container and presented to the dog for detection. Oh, like that's the treaty one. Oh, yeah, thanks, asshole, for the gauze <laughs> in a jar. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were giving me a Scooby snack. <laughs> you got this toxic gauze. Thanks so much. But apparently if they detect the active COVID, they simply just sit. That alerts the handler the person may have an active virus. Wow. Astonishing is that the dogs have 85 to 100 percent accuracy. Which that's better than that rapid test they're doing, right? It, well, than, it's the better than the than the um, the normal test. No, I mean it's better efficacy than the vaccine. There was a show on. I want to say it was. Disney Plus, one of the streaming stores, I think it's Disney, and it's all about these puppies that are born, and they train them how to be, like, service dogs from, from birth to adulthood, uh, and some of them flunk out. But anyway, it's a really cool series to watch how they, like, go through all the training and, like, how a dog is like, oh, he'll be a good fit, he won't be a good fit, and they can tell just from, like, mannerisms and stuff. It's kind of interesting. Oh. So this doesn't surprise me at all. 
Yeah, well, in Hollywood, it really is difficult for a couple to maintain a relationship. Only few have successfully done it. Ron Howard, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yeah. Exactly. And now Jamie Lee Curtis and her husband, Christopher, celebrated their 36th year together. Wow. Jamie Lee commemorated the milestone with a sweet tribute to her husband, Best in Show director, who's now 72, on Instagram and Facebook. So apparently they are Instagram and Facebook official. <laughs> after, <laughs> after how many after years? Yeah, 36 years. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I, uh, exactly. I finally, it's it's been out for a while, but I finally watched uh, one of her latest movies, um, Knives Out. Did you see that one? Oh wait a minute, Knives Out. Yes, I it's did the one. See it's kind one. of like kind of like mur- Murder on the Orient Express, like a murder mystery. Anyway, yeah, it, a uh, Daniel Craig in it. I think yeah, was on that one. A mix of the Clue game and Murder on yeah. the Orient Express. Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. funny. So anyway, if you're looking for something to watch in quarantine, there's a good one. Knives Out. Yeah, it, it was. It was actually good. But anyway, their 36 year marriage was one of the longest relationships she's ever had. She's just, she couldn't, she's so giddy still, um, according to the Instagram photos and comments. In Hollywood, 36 years is like, like 80 years. It, it is. It's, it's, if you can you do know, 36 months. I mean, it's a legit marriage. It's dog years in marriage. Dog years. Yeah. Well, there yeah, you go. Congrats. But, all right. So in other celeb news, I'd like to take a moment to recognize those who have helped us get through 2020. It's no question 2020 has been one of the worst years in recent memory for many of us. Luckily, we have these celebrities to help us get through it all. Leslie Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all fellow hunker downers. Well, yeah, he played Beverly as the Will and Grace nemesis. You remember him? I did not watch Will and Grace, but I know that he was a big character on there. I did watch a show, though, that he recently did with uh, Vicki Lawrence. The name is escaping me right now, but it's where they live in a nursing home. It was hilarious. I think I only did a season or two. I'll think of the name of it. But anyway, yeah. I love them both. Well, apparently during the quarantine... He made a lot of funny videos and on shared Instagram. on, yeah, he on was, Instagram. Yeah, he took over. Oh, the show, by the way, The Cool Kids is the name of the show. Okay, I'll have to check some more episodes of that out. I know it didn't take off that well, but those videos kept us all in high spirits and made us laugh. Thank you so much for that, Leslie. Yeah, he actually he landed a, a new uh, show because of that. I mean, he became so wildly popular on social media that I guess the, the networks t- or somebody took notice. And, uh, yeah, he's got a new show coming out here in the next year or two. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Who else we got? Well, we got Taylor Swift. She found a way to keep moving forward during the pandemic. After the tour was canceled, she wasn't kept down. She decided to release an ABC special called Taylor Swift's City of Love. It was a concert that she had previously filmed in 2019 in Paris. And if that wasn't enough, she decided to go ahead and surprise all of her fans with a new album called Folklore. Taylor, thanks a lot for your can-do attitude and keep us moving forward spirit. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Honest to God, I haven't even listened to the new album. So she didn't help me through 2020, but uh, all the, the Swifties, I guess, are excited about that. Yeah, she's got her fan base. I haven't listened to it yet, but, 
you know what? I'll give it a listen. I, I think she released like a second one. Like a, she had so much more material. She dropped like a second album, like Evermore or Everclear. Oh, that's a drink. I don't know. Well, we can't forget about Dolly Parton. Yeah, I mean, she saved us all. She never ceases to amaze and surprise me. Yeah, I mean, our, fir- our first episode of this show was basically just a Dolly love fest. It, well, it was, and I, I'm sorry, we should probably talk about Dolly on every show. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but at any rate, I don't know where she gets her energy at 75 years old next year. Yeah, she, she I read an article recently, she like gets up at like 3, 4 in the morning. She's got like that Donald Trump syndrome, you know, like he only sleeps like a couple hours a night. She's got that too. I don't know how these people do it, but especially at that age, they're both up there in, in years. Yeah, you know, maybe they've just never needed to sleep that much. Their minds are always going, and they have to create or... You know me, i got to go get a whole 15 hours of sleep to be functional the next day. I like my eight. I can deal with six, but eight is good. It's ideal. Yeah. It's ideal. Anyway, children all over sat around their computers watching Dolly on YouTube read children's stories from oh. Dolly Parton's yeah imagination, imagination library. library. Yeah, yeah, she's Dolly the book lady. Is, she is. She's really big on literacy. Mm-hmm. So Dolly, thank you so much for all the work you do with children's literacy and keeping us all entertained throughout the pandemic. We're looking forward, very much forward to your tour in 2021 oh yeah cindy we've already talked about it we are going to find tickets somehow and get to one of those shows whenever they announce the dates but yeah it's a worldwide tour and she's not doing many dates i for some reason i don't want to say 12 but she's not doing very many concerts all right so ricky this is one that is hands down my favorite Mm -hmm. you shared it with me i i binge watched it was amazing schitt's creek Oh, yeah. Great show. They won a ton of Emmys this year. Ew, David. (laughs) Ew, Ricky. And Moira. (laughs) Moira. The Moira and her fake vocabulary. (laughs) She does have kind of an interesting caricature. Yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious. It's such a funny show. But if you haven't seen it, I suggest you start binging now. Netflix came through with this with flying colors. Well, that wasn't even theirs. It was on, uh, I, I guess, Pop is a network, Pop Pop Original. It was a pop show. I think that's a channel. I have no idea. Uh, but, yep, yeah, uh, Netflix picked it up from Pop or something like that. But, yeah. Oh, okay. So a little trivia I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, when you think about Schitt's Creek, think Park Avenue Townhouse meets Tennessee Trailer Park. <laughs> I just loved it. It was amazing. And finally... Will Smith. All right. What about Will Smith got us through 2020? Was it when his wife admitted that she cheated on him and he sat there and cried in front of the world? Will from home, WFH, launched on Snapchat in April, giving fans a nice sneak peek into the life of Will Smith and his family. During one of these sessions, Will inadvertently served up a salacious headline. His wife, Jada, and Singer apparently had a relationship, which Will gave his blessing. Yeah, uh, August Alcina or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I, I guess they had a little fling there. And uh, there were memes all over the internet of uh, Will Smith all teary-eyed talking about it. So 
Yeah, gave his blessing. I don't know. I mean, we're going to sit there and cry about it. I don't know if that's exactly a blessing. Well, did he give his blessing before the Or did he just episode? accept it and deal with it and move on? Who knows, but they're still together. Yeah. They're moving through it. Personal life being just that. We do appreciate you, Will. Jada. Thanks for keeping us entertained with your family life. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things that happened in 2020, and and that was definitely one of those stories. How would you feel about that, Ricky? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, it was like a YouTube show or something. It was on on somewhere, and yeah, I I don't think I would be out talking about it. And I, I maybe it's one of those things where they feel like if you get out in front of it, it's less of a shit show in the press, but uh. I feel like it just turned into, for the most part, people making fun of Will Smith and his wife cheating on him with, what, he's a rapper or something? I don't know. What does he do? I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't I think it, it kind of made Will Smith look stupid, but. It, it did. It made him a, in an old term, a cockled. So, but anyway, thanks for the entertainment. It was, it was funny. It was, kept us talking for a few weeks anyway. Yes, they did. And that's all I've got for you today, Ricky. There's the news with Paige Loxley. Stick around. We got more of the Ricky Worley show coming up. And we have a special guest joining us. You don't want to miss more right after the break. Ricky Worley Show joined alongside Paige Loxley, and we've got a guest joining us, Paige, that's uh, new to this show, but if you followed any of my work in radio back in North Carolina, uh, this guest came on the show all the time. It's quite a hit on the radio. Uh, joining us now is my mother, Martha Joe. Welcome to the Ricky Worley Show. It's good to be here. It's good to have you back on the air. You never know what's going to happen. All right, we took your microphone away years ago, and, and now we're back. <laughs> Hi, Martha Joe. Hello, Paige. How are you? I'm well. Nice to hear from you again. You too. Long time no see. Last I time know. we were dancing. Oh, yeah. We were. Yes, we, yes, we mm-hmm. were. It was back in, what, October of not even 2020, the year before. Yeah. Oh, gosh, time has flown by. It's time to go. And thank God this, this year has flown by. I mean, what a crappy year. And I was thinking, I was looking about the big moments that happened in 2020. And it's funny, the things you forget that actually happened in 2020. There were a lot of stuff that started at, even in January. So I've kind of come up with um, some of the biggest moments of uh, this crappy year that we've had uh, month by month. Uh, and one of the biggest things, we'll start in January, um, was I guess they've termed it Megxit. Oh. When Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah. They decided to step back from their duties. Yeah, they announced that, uh, I think, the uh, end of January, 
and then it moved out to L.A. What a great time to move, 2020. And the world fell apart after that. Yeah. Maybe we need to send them back. Maybe I think we should. That was the catalyst yeah. that made all this. Possibly. I mean, Kobe, then Megxit, you know. Well, see, and that was another thing in January. Uh, January 26th, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and uh, like seven other people in that, that helicopter crash. And it's been apocalyptic ever since. Yeah. We started out pretty bad there. Yeah. Uh, and also in January, I forgot about this. It's so funny how time flies. You don't remember. That's uh, actually when President Trump was impeached. I forgot all about the impeachment. That kind of happened and then... COVID overshadowed. So yeah, then uh, in February, remember the Super Bowl, which is crazy. That I feel like that's like the last big event that happened where people could gather and like do stuff. Who was I the halftime show? I don't even remember. It was Shakira and J-Lo. Remember they had to share it. Oh, yeah. It was so good. And like, I think it was the was it FCC. They got all these complaints about, I don't remember which one, J-Lo or Shakira. They were like pole dancing or something like that. J-Lo looked amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, we can see Janet Jackson's tit one year, but they're upset this year about it grinding on a pole. Well, not many people want to see a 50-year-old grinding on a pole, but when you look like J-Lo. Not, not many 50-year-olds look like J-Lo. I'd be grinding the pole if I look like that. I didn't mind. I thought it was a great show. It was one of my favorites. Yeah. What about you, Paige? I didn't see it. No, uh, you missed it? I, I didn't. No. See, this year's show was for men. You guys, it was your show when it was like Maroon 5 and that kind of stuff. Because you all tuned it. in for that. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. This year I, was I for us. That one. I, I think because my beloved Patriots weren't in the Super Bowl for 2020, I just didn't, just didn't even care. Yeah, who was in the Super Bowl? I don't remember. Nobody cares. I don't even it's know who always won. about the halftime show and the, yeah. and the commercials. Uh, another thing that happened in uh, February of this year, remember the, the Harvey Weinstein, that creeper, uh, got convicted in February. And then um, what happened in April when he offed himself? No, he didn't kill himself. That no, was, no, um, Weinstein. That's Epstein. Epstein. Oh, um, Wrongstein, sorry. The wrong... <laughs> Okay. No, remember, Harvey's the, the big fat guy that was like a he's movie a, producer. He's a creepy one. Oh, he was the toucher. The, 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 is that the, what he did? Oh, he did more than that. <laughs> well, he yes, he was very abusive with uh, the female actresses. Yeah. To put it I mean, lightly. the casting couch has been, it's been known for a long time, but he's just gross. Yeah, the funny thing with the whole the Hollywood Me Too thing is that they're always like, oh, yeah, I had to do this to get the job. And I'm like, yeah, it's always been that way, and you still did it because you wanted the job. Right. It's part of your job interview. You knew it. And that's why you got away with this for so long. Right. Uh, so moving on to March, uh, which is where all the shit hit the fan uh, with COVID. I remember, actually, it was my birthday. We were out to dinner, um, and that's when Trump announced, like, they were shutting down all the flights in and out of Europe. Uh, that's when things really got serious. It was on my birthday. March 11th was kind of like the start, official start of all this. So, yeah, I guess we all sat at home and had nothing to do because the world shut down and we all tuned in and watched Tiger King. I didn't see it. Yes. You haven't seen Tiger King? I haven't. Oh. It just looks like too many people I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a train wreck and a half. That's. Yeah. I mean, I see those people at work and I grew up with them. Why do I want to watch it for entertainment? And it's got to be true because you can't write that. You, nobody could have wrote that. You can't it's, make it up. It's the train wreck that just you can't look away from. 
Paige, a couple shows ago, we were talking about Tiger King, and he was trying to get a pardon or whatever before Trump gets out of office. Uh, I did read, though, recently they, they shut that down. That's, he's like, no, not happening. Well done, yeah. Mr. President. <laughs> he's got to save his pardons. I don't know if you get so many, or I don't know how that works. But yeah, well, Tiger, was, Tiger King's not coming out. That was a true presidential decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, another thing that happened in March, uh, we all remember... Uh, the toilet paper shortage of 2020. Oh, my gosh. Could not get toilet paper. I got a Christmas gift this year that was wrapped toilet paper. Oh. Nice. See, that's thoughtful and practical. Right? Everyone in your family that live here in North Carolina got wrapped toilet paper for Christmas. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Love it. The funny thing, everybody was freaking out about it. I'm like, well, you could just hop in the shower and wash your ass. Like, you don't have to have the toilet paper. Bring the hose in through the window. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, instant bidet. I think so many more Americans this year got bidets installed in their house because of that. I was in a box store down the aisle, no toilet paper left, and they usually have them displayed on three aisles. Yeah. And people were standing there with these blank stares as, as they were looking around the three aisles. And like, what are they going to do? Toilet paper. But the very next aisle had all kinds of Kleenex, paper towels, cottonelles. Oh, yeah, can't use that. Mm. It's different. Ricky has four sisters. We never ran out of toilet paper. Yeah, we stocked up on that stuff from Costco. Of course, the big thing of 32 rolls or however many it is only lasted like a week. With four sisters, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's, it's a habit I haven't gotten out of. Uh, April uh, is when uh, TikTok was around for a while, but I guess apparently in April it really exploded. It surpassed a record-breaking 2 billion downloads. And, uh, you know, Trump kept saying he was going to shut it down. That never did happen. And that app is, I mean, everybody's a TikTok star now. Yeah. Why did um, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, um, urge everyone not to download it because they actually... Uh, blocked it and forbade it on any government device. It was something to do with security in China, I think. China. It was China. <laughs> uh, something to do with that. But yeah, it, it never did never did get shut down. And I think all the talking about it and talking about it being shut down, it's like when you say you can't have a cookie, all you want is a cookie. And all the talk about TikTok. Yeah. Uh, in May, uh, big news. Remember Elon Musk? He had that uh, kid, baby, with Grimes. I guess she's like a Canadian singer. I don't know who she is. Cynthia loves her or knows her. I don't know if she loves her. Uh, but then they named the kid uh, X-A-E-A-12. That was the baby's name. I've I'd- seen some pretty weird names before. Yeah, you that's, do labor and delivery. so you. That's the weirdest. I've never... And I still don't know how to say it. But apparently, uh, California law, you cannot put a number in a name. And so they had to change the, the 12 at the end to XII. So like the Roman numeral. So weird. That kid is never going to have a lunchbox or a pencil with its name on it. Yeah, like the magnets in the gift shops. Mm-hmm. Never going to see it at <laughs> Pigeon Forge or Branson, Missouri. There's never going to be a magnet with that kid's name no. on it. Poor kid. And this, from a ki- this from a person named Martha Joe. Yeah, but you could always find Martha. Yeah, but Martha? <laughs> Sounds like somebody's great-great-grandmother. <laughs> Martha. Martha. I mean, is that DNA code? I don't know what it stands for. 
like X chromosome, you know. And it's not even like X A E. It's like an A attached to an E. It's like some character, like a Greek character or something. I have no idea. X A E A twelve. It's a mathematical equation, and uh, in combination with the name of their favorite aircraft or the precursor to the SR seventeen from SpaceX. Yes, which which is their favorite aircraft. So. I would call, I would pronounce it Zay. Zay. I mean, I don't, I don't know, like what the, would you name your baby? So it's funny you bring that up because I did like some of the genealogy stuff where I went back, you know, through the family tree and I got it way back there, like 1200s. But a name that was in my family on the Whirly side was, and I, because I love Frank Sinatra, Francis. There was a Francis Whirly on the paternal side of my family. So I think if I had a kid, it would be Francis. I like can't that. get beat up. Well, I call him Frankie or something. Oh. Francis. I was just going to Sinatra. Yeah. And, and now, now there's like a family connection to it. So I was like, oh, yeah, I think that's what it, I don't know. Maybe that's what I'll name my next dog. Francis. Oh, my goodness. Frankie. Come, Frankie. Uh, moving on to June. We're almost halfway through the year here. Um, it's on the Black Lives Matter stuff was really ramping up all the protests and all that kind of stuff. And it's uh, when the Dixie Chicks uh, had to change their name. To the chicks. Is that when Dixie Stampede became Stampede? Uh, I don't know when that happened, but it was this year, yeah. I'm, yeah. I think it was this year. But yeah. So we can no longer use the word Dixie? I don't think so. Mm-mm. What do you call the Red Cup? Uh, red Solo Cup. What about, what about Dixie the cup? brand Dixie Cup? No, you can't. They're going to have to go out of business or something. I mean, you can't call he, him, or her, she. I just think it's funny that the Dixie Chicks did this. They haven't done anything for years. They changed their name, and now they're in the news again. Anything for publicity, right? Yeah, it was kind of a brilliant move. Yeah. Uh, and also, you remember Lady Antebellum changed their name to Lady A. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what yeah. the A stands for now, but it's not Antebellum. Uh, so that happened in June. July, on the 4th of July... A uh, very patriotic thing happened. Kanye West announced his decision to run for president. <laughs> How'd that work out for him? Well, you know, he actually got, he was supported by, uh, speaking of him, uh, Elon Musk backed him and Chance the Rapper, which I don't know much about Chance the Rapper, but yeah, he uh, decided July 4th. Uh, he did say he's going to run again in 2024, which uh, Trump might run again too, they're saying. How many votes did he get this time around? I think he got 60,000. Out of how many million? Yeah. But, I mean, considering considering he wasn't even on the ballot in most states. True. He only made it on in a few handful of states. True. So, yeah. How can you take him seriously? Yeah. About anything. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe 2024, you know, Kim Kardashian's getting her law degree, so maybe she'll be the veep. He'll be the, the president. It's better than some of the people we put up to run for office, right? That's, a, that's the truth. Yeah. I still think Betty White would have been a good choice. I do, too. President, vice president, Betty White, Dolly Parton, either way. Uh, and also in July, uh, there was that big Twitter hack. Remember, they hacked into all these celebrities' accounts. Uh, it was something to do with Bitcoin. I think it was a kid that did it, hacked into all these people's accounts. 17-year-old, yeah, was arrested. Uh, moving on to August, WAP became <laughs> uh, trending on the Internet. No, warm, warm apple pie. Warm apple pie, yeah. <laughs> Broke the internet thanks to Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Is that short for WhatsApp? Uh, yeah, that's not what it's short for. No, 
But you can send a picture on WhatsApp of it if you want. (laughs) It's a professional hazard in my career. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's better than the alternative, right? Yeah, it is. I mean... Uh, September 2020, Disney... uh, kind of made history and they released the, the Mulan movie you know it was supposed to be a big theatrical release and they released it on their Disney Plus app that was kind of a big deal or they were trying to charge people like 30 bucks to watch it I'm like no have you seen it I did see it mm-hmm. they they eventually uh, released it on Disney Plus for free but when it first came out yeah they were trying to charge 30 bucks to watch it uh, but I did not care for it oh really no, there was no music, there was no talking lizard, none of that stuff. Because yeah. I love a lot of their live action stuff. Yeah, this one was... Not mm, so good. Yeah, didn't, didn't mm. do it for me. Uh, also, September on September 18th, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That was a big headline. Feels like all that stuff was... All this stuff like seemed to have happened so long ago. But it really wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. It's just been a long year. Yeah, a lot's gone on this year. October, President Trump announced uh, on October 2nd that he and Melania tested positive for coronavirus. Do you really think he did? Do I think he really had coronavirus? Yeah. Well, or is that a political ploy? Well, there was an interview at one point where he was talking, and he sounded different. He sounded like he was sick. Yeah, but who hasn't done a Ferris Bueller and called into work and said, I don't feel so good? Paige has. She did a great impression a few weeks ago of her sick call. Yeah, if you need to call in sick to work, just call me. I'll, I'll call in for you. You got it. You got it. Well, it seems well, like that didn't work if it was a political ploy. If, no, it uh, didn't work. If Donald and Melania both got coronavirus, that means they have to have had to have been in proximity of one another, right? Yes, which is what contrary the to... How that's going to happen. Yeah, to some of the headlines that they hate each other. Uh, also in October, Lori Laughlin finally went to prison. Finally. <laughs> for... Uh, what is it? She it's some kind of fraud. Yeah, lied to get her daughter into USC or something like that. That poor kid. Yeah, I she's, think I think she's she, never going to get into a good school. She talked about it. She broke her silence uh, about drowning in privilege. You know, I feel so bad for her. Right. So that happened in October. Moving on November, uh, big news. Obviously, uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris win the presidential election. That was big 2020 news. Well, did that happen in November, or is it still happening? Well, according to some, it's still not settled. But (laughs) I think for the majority of people, uh, that was settled in November. Uh, And then December, the big thing, I guess, kind of, we did it on our social media. The Elf on the Shelf thing, they did, what was it? Reese Witherspoon did it. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks, Tom Hanks on Banks, Grease on Reese, and I did Mickey on Ricky. Pretty funny. You did Paige on Cage. Uh, oh, yeah, we had Nicolas Cage on you. How exciting yeah. for you. It was extremely <laughs> thrilling. Nicolas Cage. Oh, he's so sleazy looking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, that is, uh, that's all some of the big headlines of 2020. We're almost done with this dumpster fire. It's almost over. I, I'm not big into superstitions, but everybody needs to eat extra black-eyed peas and greens and cornbread on January 1st so that we never have a year like this again. Yeah, get out the sage. Yeah. Oh, is that a... I've never heard of the black-eyed peas cornbread. Deal. It's like a good luck thing, right? They like the... What's the yeah. green you said? Cash. Yeah, it's supposed to stand for cash. But what's the food? What's the Spinach? food? 
What'd you say? Call it a turnip greens. Turnip greens, yeah. Yeah, greens. So everything like has a symbol for something. Like so, the turnip greens are for good, you know, financial fortune in the coming year. It's like a meal that's like based Black on. Black eyed peas for good luck. You're supposed to eat pork, not beef or chicken. There's a whole meal plan for January first. For New Year's. Apparently, oh, a lot Let's of people didn't know. Yeah, I have black-eyed peas too in the pantry. Um, so yeah, twenty twenty-one around the corner. Uh, speaking of around the corner, you know, everybody does the the resolutions. Uh, and just was reading the other day, Men's Health magazine, and what men are actually planning for the new year. So this the, should be good. Yeah, this is what men say they want to work on, or is their resolution for the coming year. Seventy-one percent of the guys say they want to have better sexual endurance. There's a blue pill for that. I feel like there's that, what is that, 39% that didn't say that are in denial or just don't care? Yeah. 71%. 22% say they plan to pop the question this year. Mm. So if you're, uh, I, I saw a lot of people got engaged this, this Christmas, actually. Paige and I are very quiet right now. <laughs> you're waiting? Or you're like, mm, no. I'm, no. I'm thinking of who I can go date to maybe. To test the sexual endurance or get the question popped? One, then two. Uh, 70% say they want to find more time to work out. I've got the time to work out. I just don't do it. You get sweaty doing that. Yeah. And they say, what, like 90% of it's just showing up. I have a hard time just showing up. Uh, 18% say beating the blues is their top goal. Again, we go back to the number one goal. Better sexual endurance. Beating the blues. Beating the blues. Oh. You might have better sexual endurance if you stop beating the blues. Twenty one percent say quitting smoking is their top goal. Is there really that really that many people that still smoke? Gross, I hope not. I feel like Europeans smoke a lot. Yeah, in Europe. I feel like but here, not here Yeah, you don't really see it much anymore. Remember they had smoking sections in restaurants? Like, oh that corner is you know, it's fine. The last ten rows of the airplane yeah. smoking section. You could smoke on the airplane. 60% of people, uh, of men that were uh, surveyed, say they want to stop skipping breakfast. That's their goal for 2021. There's very small goals, small resolutions. It's like tying your shoes. I mean, <laughs> is that a goal that you're going to make? You're going to tie your shoes? Are we making these achievable? I want chocolate every day. Yeah. <laughs> when they say start, start small, right? Right. Little wins. I want to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Why overpromise and underdeliver? <laughs> True, because that's what we do, back, right, with these resolutions. Back to number one. <laughs> uh, 65% of guys say uh, they plan on uh, getting over their fears, whatever their fears are. Which I feel like all these relate back to number one. I think they're all, everything can circle back to number one. Back to the uh, sexual endurance. 75% mm. of uh, dads say they want to be a better father. 87% of people say they want to make more money. Who, who doesn't want to make more money? What percentage what of the people were like, nah, I'm good. Uh, 76% say they want to take better vacations. Well, obviously, after 2020, nobody went anywhere, right? When this is over with, it's going to be impossible to go anywhere. Yeah, to try. It's going to be, I think, well, I don't know. I think it'll be a slow rollout, people traveling. And 23% of guys say uh, they want to learn to play the piano. That's a lie. And again, this could go back, you know, finger dexterity, sexual endurance, all back to number one. Back to number one. <laughs> 
if they want to learn how to play the piano, it's only so that they can find dates because women typically take piano classes. It's like when guys go do the dance classes to meet chicks. Not a bad tactic. Yeah, it's pretty smart. I uh, just found this formula the other day that calculates how young somebody is appropriate to be for you to date them. So, you know, you've got people like uh, Larry King that's always got a you know child for a wife. Uh, but interesting formula. So you take a guy's age, okay, divide it by two, and then add seven. That's the youngest age that you should date. So I'm 29. So divide that. Roughly you get what? 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Plus so seven. add seven. And that's 21 and a half. 21 and a half. So that's that, kind of creepy. If I, that would apparently be the appropriate age. The youngest age. Yeah, that well, is Ricky, appropriate. What's your floor? What's your ceiling? Floor and ceiling? Mm. I feel like I only dated somebody like one grade older than me, though. Um, well, my dad was, oh, yeah. he's what, 10 years older than you? Mm-hmm. Which at that but, time, how old was he when you got married? Let's do a little math here. He was 30. He was 30. All right, so, we t- so same thing. So 30 divided by 20. 2 plus 7 gives you 22. Yeah, but you were younger than that, right? Well, I, was, I was 20 when we married. 20 when you married. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. so this rule doesn't... Doesn't apply to him. All right, so... What's, what's your floor and ceiling, page? 18 and... <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> On the dating sites, that's her, her lower number. 18 <laughs> up, whatever. Just go for it. I don't know. I think it has to do, you know, with the level of maturity. You can have a 36-year-old a who's, you know, pretty mature, got it all together, stable. Or you can have a 45-year-old who isn't. But I, I would say five years within my age. Up or down, either way. Up or down, either way. Five years. And we and we still go back to number one on the men's health survey. Yeah. So then I have to say eighteen. There you go. <laughs> yeah, at least out of high school. Yeah. At least, at least has his driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. That's our show. We are out of time. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Ricky Worley Show. We are on all the podcast platforms and social media. The Ricky Worley Show at Paige Loxley is on Facebook and Instagram. Mom, thanks for stopping by for the first time. I'm sure we'll have you back. I hope so. Like we say every time when we end the show here at the Ricky Worley Show. Cheers, everyone. For more of The Ricky Worley Show, follow Ricky Worley Show on social media or visit rickyworley.com.